Welcome back, folks. How you doing today? We got an exciting little series here, mini series, repetitive series, whatever you call it. What's up, Walt? How you been, man? Good, man. Good, good. As everybody sees, we have the new backdrop going. Check little, it out. Yes, we're excited. Hey, good, man. I'm, I'm good. How about you, bro? I'm good, man. I'm so excited about this episode. But you said it like we we were, there was a point where we hit this groove where we were like recording every other day. And, and it, it just, it had us in a different place. And then summer came, things came. We took a little break, not from the regular weekly. We still do the re the one a week, but there was some increased recording. So we were just talking about how much fun that was, a different place that was. I was like, yes, I mean, this is going to, this recording here starts a, that a reboot of that, a restart of that frequency and, and pumping out and we're getting ready and we're rebranded. Shout out to Brian at Bigger Creative yeah, for, Brian. for just helping us bring this journey together. And this, instrumental. This been instrumental. Oh, yeah. No, absolutely. Absolutely. A crucial piece of this helping uh, bring our vision to, to life and the sessions and the thing that he just really went in depth and made this about who we are, what we wanted this brand to be and helped us bring it to life. Man, thanks, B. We appreciate you. Check him out. Bigger creative. He's doing his thing now. Becoming more of a presence, right? You're brand pushing your branding and that it's, it's big, right? It's, it's yeah. scary. It's big. It's like, oh my God, what are you, what are you doing? Yeah. yeah, man. Just being in that moment right now, uh, I say to myself many times a day, or I try to, I love where I'm at and I can't wait to see where I'm going. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah man. Give you, gives you perspective when you think about where we started out with this thing. Yes. And it's a little over a year now. And to see the growth that we're having, the connections that we're making, the guests, the amazing guests that we've had on, especially the last season, man. It, it it's been one one hell of a ride, one hell of a ride. Master classes, right? We've had payroll map. I know that's a branded thing, but everybody knows what that means. Master classes, not. To, I'm not trying to take that from them at all. When <laughs> guru level is what I how I say yes. it now. Guru level education from payroll powerhouses, man. Just yeah. experts, and I honestly, I feel like I'm cheating sometimes. You know what I mean? Because I. I get to have access to these people that have yeah. such not. I'm just like, what? It, it's, it's building you know, community. It's really it's, building community. Yeah. Th think about that. Years ago, it, I don't really know if it was on either of our minds to to reach out to as many people as we've done. This has forced us, doing the podcast has forced us to make those connections, to find out other people's origin stories, to find out what drives them to do payroll. Like yeah. it's been instrumental, right? It, like I said, I keep using that word, but it's been pivotal for us because yeah. it allows us to get, it gives us insight to what drives everybody else that's in this industry. And we found out that, man, a lot of us are alike. I like, like yeah. To, to your point, it takes a certain caliber of person yeah. to do payroll, right? I say certain I like how Walt's like certain caliber of person. You know? 
We're not getting snobbish. No, not no, us. No, no. No, I didn't mean it. I didn't mean it. In I know. I'm just buzzing your jobs. <laughs> but like the people who do global payroll, or the people who are do payroll in the U.S. and it, it really making those connections and getting their perspective and how they view things has really given us insight and like the, the way they've worded stuff and some of yeah. the the episodes just ah thank you for well, saying better professional for it you know what i mean like Absolutely. my work is directly impacted from the things that i've learned on this show yeah you know what i mean yeah. that's why i'm like i feel like i'm cheating there's a cheat code you know what i mean because i'm the cheat code for everybody who listens though yes <laughs> yes sir yes sir absolutely you hit it on the nose bro you hit it on the nose for sure man yeah man what else what else you got a quote here for us share this quote for us what did it mean to you yeah we're going to be talking about today we're going to be talking about exception pays but before we get into that got a little quote we used to do this back in the day we used yeah. to always have a little quote in there. So <laughs> a year ago like, you know, back in the day back you know, in the day but be there for others but never leave yourself behind so for me, that quote is saying, yes, it's okay to put yourself out there, to lend and help a helping hand, to to put the work in to help other people succeed or to give them guidance or whatever, but you can't forget about yourself. It's about, for me, it's about finding that happy medium, finding that, that balance in your life, whether that's work, profession, professionally or personally. You have to ha have that balance in your life. Otherwise, you're going to find yourself yep. being burnt out. Yep. Oh, yeah. So that, that's oh, what that gosh. means. That, yes. that, that's what that means for me is okay. not to not forget about yourself. That's Sometimes yes. you, 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 you said it in a couple of episodes ago that selfish mm -hmm. versus selfless. Selfless, yeah. Thing. And sometimes you can be so selfless that you. Forget yeah. about taking care of yourself, and you gotta be selfish sometimes. Yeah, and you yeah. need that balance where you need to like it's so know that it's okay to say, know that it's okay for yep. you to take break, for you to take PTO, That's for right. you to have that time to yourself. Yep, and otherwise you you can find yourself being burnt out, man. That's so that's what it means to me. Yeah, no doubt. It 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 made it. It it just made me think of another one immediately. I don't know why. I have no yeah. idea why. I read it and immediately thought of another quote that I heard from. You're like 50 cent. I heard 50 cent say it somewhere on online. I, yeah, Curtis Jackson. I feel like it was him. Mm -hmm. um, maybe, no, maybe Charlemagne. So Charlemagne the God or 50 cent said. Yes, dream, right? Yes, it's good to dream. Before we get to our dreams, we have to deal with our reality. Mm. something right mm -hmm. and, and that yeah, again i don't know why but mm -hmm. and i guess that it can be connected you know what i mean but it just made bit. me think of that yeah yeah this is... so, so that's the way i see that connecting for me is it, i hear you say that and it makes me think about being prepared having that preparation done right mm -hmm. before so like you, you prepare yourself for the help that you're going to pour out mm -hmm. like that saying you can't pour from an empty cup so yeah. if you know that if you know that you're 
you pour, you you have enough in you that you're to the brim, and okay, I, I I'm watching, so I make sure I don't pour too much out of myself. I don't overextend myself. I don't put too much on myself, and I still have enough in my cup to give myself, my family, my loved ones, whoever. Right. So I, I that's how I can see the, it tying in. Just be prepared, man. No doubt. No like, doubt. Lion King song with Scar. <laughs> what did you say with Lion with Scar? Lion King song. Be, be prepared. <laughs> oh, see? Whoa, wait. Whoa, low-key, you got a voice, bro? You be singing? You be singing? I be singing, yeah. Oh, we have to get the album, man. What are we doing yeah. over here? We got to record uh, the album. I have, I have a little SoundCloud. What are we doing? It's not that good, but hey, it's okay. <laughs> no, that's not true at all. You do you make great music, yeah, but you but all the stuff I've heard you rap, you know what I mean? You, you, like, spoken word type of deal. Word, yeah. yeah, yeah. You haven't you haven't dropped the the got some poetry out there stuff, man. Yeah. Yeah, check it out. I don't know what your SoundCloud is, but we'll go check Wall on, on SoundCloud too. He's an oh artist gosh. at the end of the day. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> nice little plug for me. All right, let's get into it, man. Let's get into it. We're talking about Exception payments. Yes. What are exception payments, guys? An exception payment is it's either a payment, any other payment other than base salary, right? Mm -hmm. Regular hours. Because folks don't realize, like, there's a few codes that go in the regular bucket. Mm -hmm. PTO, regular, straight time, overtime, right? Like, it's these meaning these are regular working hours. And if it's just, normal base of pay it impacts your normal day-to-day and then there's this then there's exception payments like a bonus or a commission okay so we'll come back to that then the other type of exception payment is a an exception process an off cycle yes an off cycle we know what that means but it's an exception if you think about it off cycle is an exception you've made mm-hmm. right so those are the two things that we'll cover today an exception payment, any payment outside the process that occurs outside of your normal payroll processing period or outside of normal, established, regular coding, mm-hmm. right? Your regular hours. And before we get into it, I had, I'm prepping for this and I I, I wanted to talk about workflow and pro- process. Do you I, know the I, difference? I love that you that this came to your mind because I think that people can, could associate both being the same thing, mm-hmm. right? Now the workflow may have a process behind it, but they could be two different things, right? Yeah, yeah. So the way it helped me understand, and again, I'm just folks. I'm I'm a stickler for words. <laughs> I drive Walt crazy with it, and it's annoying sometimes, but gets us to a, a better place of communication of being on the same page understanding and i'm like well and i stopped myself and i said well process workflow what i was like wait a minute what's the difference so mm-hmm. i dug in and the way that i there's a bunch of things we can cover here but the nugget that i'll leave you with to that helped me understand the difference is that process can be a very long drawn out thing well, let me go let me go to the videotape here Process refers to a series of interrelated activities, tasks, or steps that are designed to achieve a specific goal or produce a particular outcome. Okay. 
it can involve a, a systematic approach. It can involve different departments. It could be a big thing, right? Whereas we, as far as our work is control, considered, we talk about SOPs, standard operating procedures, processes, right? Workflow, on the other hand, represents a specific sequence of tasks, a specific sequence of tasks, actions, or steps required to complete a single activity or part of a larger process. Mm -hmm. Workflows are more focused and detailed, dealing with the operational aspects of getting work done efficiently within a defined set of rules or guidelines. I love that articulation that explanation right process could be a big thing and if and if you 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 go further into it it says like process can have a manual step here and then it goes to that person and maybe that person's step is automatic and automated and then it goes back so it can have it's a big vast puzzle or, or this assembly line of things whereas a workflow is within that process it's something very finite very defined and then how do we process exception payments is the bigger thing, but like how do we deliver the direct deposit within that is the workflow, right? Yeah. It's a part of that process. Sending direct deposit in that process it, it is the workflow in that process. Mm -hmm. Oof. All right, folks. No, it's good. It's good. There's, I, I don't know if you want to go through the rest of it. I know you have it highlighted and stuff. I, yep. No, I, I I only went through what I want to cover. If something hits you, go ahead, strike, talk about it. There, there are, there's two sentences down there that you like. One that I like. Go so for it. When, it. when it comes to the process aspect of it, it says processes are generally more rigid and standardized, and workflows are more flexible and adaptive. Hmm. Just wanted to put that out there so that may be a, like a difference. It says workflows, since they are specific to a single task or activity, modifications to workflows can be made re relatively easily to accommodate. So mm -hmm. to me, what that says, if we have a, a standard set process for something, we're not just going to go and just change it all willy-nilly like that system in a whole, right? So if we have to go in and say, hey, we're going to uh, adjust the check date because these people want to get paid on Thursday for no other rhyme or reason. Just like, oh, can we get paid Thursday and we go in and change that? I'm just using Correct. That. That's a good one. There you go. No, you nailed the good one right there. I was waiting for you to, to, to grab a good one. It The process is the check date, right? We have a payroll process that it dictates a check date. Can't change that process. Or you can, rather, because, duh, we just did. We just went through pay for transformation that yeah, did. Yeah. But that process is a bigger, it was a much bigger conversation, much bigger approval needed, and it has to, you can't do it in a silo. You can't do it autonomously, right? You have to work in a big, right? But how you deliver that direct deposit is a workflow within it that you control. Yes. That you could actually change and you don't even need to yes. really, you don't need everybody's approval, right? Yep. You, you it almost can happen in a silo. Yep. And because at the end of the day, people just want to see their direct deposit. How we get it there, the tech gymnastics that we do to get it there is on us. 
that's yeah. the workflow that you can yeah. change and evolve. Uh, yeah, I like that. I like that. So, so that, I just wanted to point that out and like, you know, mention that the differences between the two, the process and the workflow. Yes. That, yeah, we we can easily do something with the workflow. Right. More, more easily do something with the workflow than the, than the process. Yeah, the process might impact the whole population of the company versus the workflow and just impacting a handful of employees. Yep. Agreed. So, all right. So let's get back into it, man. That's a great thank you for those notes. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for entertaining me, everybody. So we're on exception pay types. Yes. Why are we talking about exceptions? Why are they problems? Right. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know about y'all, but I can tell you the problems that it's posed for us, for me. I know a lot of us is too. Like we be at this point, me and Walt have worked together so much. How these things help me think about and understand it. Why are we thinking about an exception? Because just like in a computer system or an operating system, an exception is much like an error that can help it crash. Like an exception is an error and this an operating and coding. Well, why I got an exception? That can crash your operating system. That can crash your computer. Same thing with payroll, right? Too many exceptions, one exception. It, it it can lead to a payroll failure because if you miss the payment, that's a payroll fail, right? Come mm-hmm. check date. Yep. If you don't, you didn't get that exception payment in there, right? That's a failure. So now what what's an exception pay? Well, tell us what are some of those exception payments that we talk about here? What What's an exception payment to you? Okay. Like you were saying, it might be an off cycle if something was missed. That is ex- exception pay process. Right. Actual codes that may go into that. You may have those bonuses, those commissions, retro pay that you may do in those off cycles. You may do them in the batch, right? Mm-hmm. It's those things that normally wouldn't occur without right. outside outside uh, influence. influence. Yeah, yeah. Outside influence. So it's yep. just like, those are the things. So it could be any code. Could, could yeah. be an yeah. exception pay. Any pay code could be an exception pay. It just yep. depends on when you do it, how you do it, and everything. And if it and was I, a normal process, part of the process. The, thank you. And then the opposite of that, folks, like to, because that may be very normal, right? We may have just explained your normal day, but there are companies who are very plain vanilla, right? Meaning yes. it's a small boutique firm. I think of New York when I think of these things, big cities and these firms and uh, maybe Miami yeah. now somewhere, whatever. And it's a small firm and it's 10 salaried employees. That payroll person or that pay, that's a smooth payroll, man. 10 salaried employees. And they don't, and let's say they don't get bonuses. They don't get commissions. It's a salary. They pay it times 24 or whatever times 26 divided by rather. And that is it. They set it and forget it. They very rarely, if at all, get any exception payments. They just get their salary, and it's very plain vanilla. There's zero impact. There's zero influence from outer, from ours. Blah, blah, blah. See what I'm saying? That's that's the other extreme of it. We, I've never been in that. I've only heard of it. It's a unicorn in my mind. But for us, for most of us, exception pays are very much a reality. It's daily. It's every day. It's every single day we have these issues that we got to deal with and these one-offs that people are 
sending us, hey, you got to pay this and you got to pay that and you got to pay this and you got to pay that. And that's it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yep. Yep. I totally agree with you, man. That's stuff that that we have to consider. And I like I like the other part where he says, why do exception pays pose problems to payroll, right? Because you were saying they come from different areas, different sources and stuff like that. Uh, like So now stuff, stuff that we've dealt with in our careers, somebody can send you an email, hey, pay this person this bonus. And uh, speaking of workflow, it could be outside the established workflow. Outside the established workflow. They send you a text. Process, yo. <laughs> they, 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 they send you a, a text like, hey, uh, this is what I need to pay. Can you pay that? Can you pay so-and-so this bonus or pay so-and-so this many hours? Could you add this to the batch? Yep. There's no approval. There's lack of process. You have something in here that you wrote practice versus policy. That's a good one. And what did you mean by that? It practice versus policy. not wrapping a process and SOP around your exception pays. Because we just talked about it the other day in a meeting. Folks, hey guys, we need you to do this. Don't worry, it's only gonna be this one time. It's never gonna happen again. It's never gonna be past two times. Don't worry, blah, blah. Then what happens? It blows up and it's at every all the time occurrence now. And it's now you have to build the process, right? Where all you had before was a practice. Mm-hmm. A practice is not necessarily documented. You just do it. It's like that un, what is it? That untold or unofficial rule, the un, unwritten rules or unofficial type things or whatever. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So that's what I meant by practice versus policy, yes. because yes. things now things are high volume and it's recurring regularly, you need a policy around it. You have to wrap yes. a policy around yes. these exception pays. Yeah, yes. That's what I meant. For me, if you don't have the proper code set up and you have different types of bonuses, different types of payments that you should use and you just put it into this one bucket, it'll be harder to differentiate between, hey, was this a annual bonus or was this a a sign-on type of situation what what, what is the difference and it, so for reporting it, it just wouldn't impact payroll right Mm-mm. but the person even if the person got paid what they were supposed to get paid but it, that coding could have downstream impact for absolutely your, your accounting teams your finance teams yes. and they're reaching out to you hey could you give me some backup and say like and break it down for me how these bonuses should be coded, coded how these payments should be coded or yep. whatever well, your team is using the wrong code as a payroll professional oh instead of yep. so you have a retro code but they're coding it to something else and it, it's same thing for the deductions right if you have to do an adjustment because it also works and not as an exception might be an adjustment for the deduction too right yeah absolutely so if you use the wrong code for your this deduction while you're refunding or doing a double charge because they didn't have the right setup and you have to charge them again the double amount for the next check. Yep. And you don't use the right code. 
that can throw stuff off too. Yep. And I, I'm changing as you speak. I'm, I'm changing it to exception transactions. Yes. <laughs> right. Because you're right. It's not just oh up here too. Yeah. It's not just an exception payment. It's an exception exception transaction. Something yep. outside the norm. It's these one-off requests that come from all the things that Walt just said. You know what yeah. I mean? And you and that again. You think that okay, no problem. I'm just I'll just do it via email when they send it. And no, you, now you need a process. And now your customers will be mad that you don't have one. And if something happens, what you don't have the how come we've been doing this for years? And it's like, yeah. what? Wow, I've been doing this as a favor and blah blah blah. So. As a payroll pro, you have to like, that's how it can lead to a crash. That's how it can lead to a failure. You like, you have to be able to get proactive, have build these little rules in for yourself. Like, all right, if it's really a one-off, get good at asking questions when folks initially make the request with you. Hey, can you do this? Then, and I tease it out, right? You caught it the other day in the meeting. I was like, yeah, but are, do you? <laughs> It's like the vision thing. Is, is it one or is it two? Are you going to do this or are you going to do that? Yes. And then, oh, I'm going to do that. Ah, okay. So then wait a minute. Are you going to do this or are you going to do that? And then you get yeah. to a point is, okay, so this is going to happen uh, more often than not. Thanks. Thanks yeah. very much. Then it goes from, they were like, wow, wait, I didn't think so. Oh, crap. Yeah, he's right. It is going to happen a lot. So we need a, re, re, we need a sustainable solution. We need a process. Yes. Right. We yes. need an established process and the workflows in there too. You know yes. what I mean? Yes. I so, always, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I always thought about workflow for, and it's not true. Like I, it could be, but it's not definitive of it. I always thought workflow included approvals. So I mm. used to use, I, that's how, I, up until yesterday, that's how I used the workflow <laughs> with approvals like in it. You know what I mean? And I'm like, no, it could. It could be. Could. But that's Absolutely not how could. you define work. Clearly not how yes. you define workflow. So anywho, go ahead. Sorry about so, that. At the, at the little soliloquy that you gave, that is a perfect segue into the solutions for ah. workflow and process. So number one, we don't have it here, but you need to define and or create workflows and processes. Yes. Processes, yes. right? Yes. In regards to the workflow, determine who is authorized to submit, approve, and or process request. Do you do you want to like? Yes, you know, thank okay. you. This is is important. Again, why is that important? It's important <laughs> because it's important because you want to define those different buckets separately because they could overlap if you're building logic in this. An approver could also be a requester. A requester and approver could also be in the batch. Yeah. Do you allow a requester or approver to approve a request themselves? Mm. Mm. I don't know. Do you have to think those things out. So that's mm -hmm. why we call it out so specifically. Yep. You have to think about that and where the conflicts may arise. And then if, then what? If this requester requests themselves, then what? Ah, yeah. so when you build Perfect. the systems and hopefully this system is not, you want a lot of stop gaps in this system or this process mm -hmm. because it's going to go to payroll eventually, right? It's going to end in payroll. Yep. So you don't want to get it to payroll approved and it shouldn't be. 
Because yep. what? Payroll, we just we process pre-approved transactions. Yep. So if it comes to us approved, ding, 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 we're going to process it. Yep. So you have to be careful about that. Again, that's why we like to call out those buckets and define them. And that's a great example of how the logic needs to be handled. Yes, sir. And adding to that, there's another note we have here. Determine if there is a minimum or max dollar amount that can be processed. So when I put this, like you need to determine because there are some companies that have salespeople and they're paid on a commission, real estate. You might do real estate payroll. You might have some people who get commissions based on their sales or whatever. You could just be in a business that just pays a lot of bonuses, right? Mm -hmm. Or these exception payments, right? So you need to determine if there's a minimum amount that can be processed without certain approval or if there's a maximum amount where you say, hey, I have to get, get another yes. level of approval. Yep. Hey, is, yep. is, is that amount, hey, if anything's over $1,000, it has to go up a tier. Second, uh, yep. Yep. Or if it's below $1,000, it can come from this level of person. Exactly. And be processed by payroll. Hey. So I yep. think for me, I think it's important to establish that Yes. Because like yeah. it's a workflow within yeah. the process. Yeah. But some companies will be like, hey, no matter what the amount is, it has to go to this level no matter what. Absolutely. Every transaction. It's yeah. gonna be it's gonna be size, it's gonna be the style of leadership, but the rules of that company, the policies, the SOPs and procedure in that company, you know what I mean? Yeah. You establish the threshold. If you don't have it already, right? It could be happening as a practice right now. And people don't realize it. And then when you want to document and work and, and create the process, they, oh, no, send that. Oh, no, they, they can send it. Oh, really? What if it's this amount? Oh, no, that amount I need to see. Ah, so then there is a threshold. There, you know what I mean? There's a limit to what your people can do without your approval. You know what I mean? So when you start yeah. talking those things out with folks, then they start to realize, oh, wow, yeah, we do need this, right? Because it's a practice that, they do, but they may not have it written down and formalized, so you never think about it, right? Absolutely, bro. The other one is we have here is, speaking of writing down and documenting it, is create like a library of earn codes, right? Earn our deduction. Earn our earn deduction. deduction. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Or tax, because we're, we're talking transaction. We're yes. talking transaction. And yes. guess what? This is a good, a great example. Because if somebody requested some type of exception with their taxes, huge red flag, mm -hmm. huge red flag. You should not be adjusting anything with the FICA unless you're voiding a check, right? Unless you're doing a, that's a can't like a standard type of thing. What's up? What are you going to say? There might be one-off cases where a person may, depending on their status, their employment status with the company or in the country, right? That, yeah. that. But still, to your point, but still to your point, that needs to be verified. There's documentation that needs to be done or provided by that employee for you to be able to do that. Like you, you just can't take somebody's word for it and be like, hey, because people can work remote all the time. I could be a U.S. citizen and be in Italy chilling, working for my company remotely or whatever. And I could tell you, oh, because I'm in Italy, Italy. I don't have to pay this or that. Now, I don't know the, the rules or laws or stuff like that behind that, but there's a lot of work, remote workers out there 
who are still U.S. citizens or whatever, and versus somebody who was here on a work visa, yep, they might qualify to be exempt from certain taxes, yeah, certain yeah. withholdings, yeah, right. Yeah, right. Let me even clarify more. If you're not going to void a check and you're just trying to turn around the last FICA that you took from somebody and refund that to them, red flag. Red, it's not easy. It's, 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 it, it is possible. Oh, yeah, no, it's possible. Of course. It's, it's, it's not, all possible. He's not, saying, he's not saying that it's not impossible, but there are processes and a workflow that you yeah. may have to go through to yep. in order to accomplish that goal right so you might there's like with the current system that we use now when you go try to do that you have to make sure you select the right jurisdiction date Mm -hmm. if i'm I'm trying if i'm trying to refund something back for first quarter i have to use a date for that the beginning of that first quarter january 1 i have to use that date even though we're in the in third quarter now i have to make sure that i use that date from quarter one if i'm trying to refund something for quarter one the payroll provider or the payroll service could re- do the amendment so they can refile and do the stuff because they're going to have to adjust that from the first quarter because you're taking information from that first quarter and you're changing it now in the third quarter that you're in. So it is possible. I just wanted to put that out there. It is. Ryan wasn't saying it's not. Possible. Libraries of codes, right? Okay. Yeah. Cause we can go down that rabbit hole for a long time. <laughs> you want to create and an establish a library of codes that are going to be used because not every code is going to be even applicable for this process and persist SOP. You know what I mean? So you yes. want to pre-establish that. Yeah. The next step, determine if your current payroll software or can provide a solution or if a third party provider is required. Yes. Or you need to find out, you need to find a better way to do it internally, right? If, you're, if your payroll uh, solution doesn't work and you, you don't want to spend money on a third party, you this is, again, goes into creating that workflow internally, creating those processes internally that allow you to, to do this efficiently, right? To do, it, the, to do the thing that's best for the company. Because sometimes if you don't have an established workflow or process, and you just lean on your, you just lean on your payroll team to do it, and it's not, it's, there's not anything, there's no rhyme or reason behind it. It can get ha- yeah. really murky and muddy. Yes, yes, no accountability. Yes, no, no documentation. Mm-hmm. So, you want those two things? No report, right? The, and the documentation comes reportability, even if it's raw. Like you can get some reporting out of, you can get some, you want to pull data out of everything you do. So that's, again, apply the five pillars of payroll and you'll be able to, okay, yes, cool, gosh, this is lacking. This is lacking. And, and if you're lacking in any one pillar, you want to fill that, uh, fill that gap for sure. If you already have a current workflow, examine it to be sure that it's still the best solution for your company. You always want to reevaluate these things. Yeah. That's going to be an ongoing process, right? There you go. Yep. Because that's because the key to it, as as your company grows and changes, mm-hmm. the way you do things now mm-hmm. may grow and change as well, right? So the the things that you're doing today may not be are what's best for your team, your payroll team, or the company mm-hmm. 
in a year or two, in five years. I want to tell my ham story, right? <laughs> I didn't create it, but I love it. And it helps me. And I got to tell the story with PC. <laughs> Anywho, we're a family. <laughs> Parents is making a holiday ham in the kitchen. And the child is present. And as they're preparing this holiday ham, they cut the corners of it. They cut the ends off this ham. Little, cut it a little bit, cut a little bit, put it in the baking pan, and they go prepare this holiday ham. And the child says, well, well, parent, why did you cut the edges off your ham? Oh, I don't know. That's what grandma did, and that's why I just cut the edges. Grandma's in the next room. Child runs to the grandparent and says, hey, my, my dad over here is cutting the edges off the ham. How come... You did you do that? The grandparent says, Well, I don't know why your dad does it, but I did it because my pan was small and I had the holiday ham was always too big. I had to cut the edges off to fit in my pan. Yeah. Right? Doing things because we don't know we're not refreshing the why. We're not refreshing the why. Yeah. Perfect. That's, that's, a, that's it. You yeah. gotta refresh that. Why are you doing this? And it's not a people get so offended, right? Go, what's up? What's up? No, 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 no. You're right because I, 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 our current leader, right, our department head. One thing that kind of irks her a little bit is the phrase, the statement. Oh, well, we've always done we've it. We've always that done way. it that way. Absolutely. Well, we've Absolutely. always done it that way. And so, I when think you think about that, leader, that's every leader's <laughs> nightmare. You walk into a place and you hear that. Oh my gosh. I walked in at our common grounds, right? I, we walked in and that you hear it. You hear sometimes you have to say it like in, in those defenses, like I've said it even to our current boss. And I didn't say it like we needed to keep it that way. I was just matter of facting it. Oh, she she got bad. I'm like, well, God, I'm like, golly, I didn't mean it like that. But yeah. she she was right. She's right. That's not the that's not what you want to hear. You want refresh the why. Got to refresh the why. And then last but not least, if you do not have a workflow or process, and all you have is a practice, mm -hmm. then you must document and create a formality. Create the documentation. Yep. Create the SOP. SOP meaning standard operating procedures. And now I messed my brain up because now I'm like, it does procedure mean process? And I meant to, I got distracted and I was like, trying to, gonna go <laughs> look it up while you were talking. I'm like, so I get so distracted sometimes with these things. But that's it, folks. That's the solve. If you don't have an exception policy, uh, if you only have a practice, please formalize it, document it, go through the steps that we talked about. It is the best practice. It is procedure. Stand, standard operating procedure. procedures. But does procedure mean the same thing as process? Let's see. Look it up right now. I think it's kind of the same thing. It says, in a nutshell, the key difference between a process and a procedure is this. A process is a series of tasks and activities that produce an outcome, a procedure is a set of instructions for completing a single task or activity within a process. Okay. So, so, so it feels the process like- process is the act. The procedure is how you do it. Yeah. And, and, yes. Yep. Got it. Got it. Yay. We are learning all kind of shit today, <laughs> folks. Holy crap. 
So we got great. I, I think Wait. we got a couple of different things here. So today's word of advice for some payroll pro. Do you, well, before I get there, do you have anything else you want to add about workflow and process? As far as anything with best practice for people? No, just do it. Yeah, no, I don't. But I have a question. I have a, a favor. Yeah, uh, sure. my, my son was hovering over here. You mind if I bring the, they dying to get on camera? Yeah, so come on. Like, let me let me hold on for a second. <laughs> That's good. So Brian's sharing his world, bringing his family over for you all. So you get to meet his kiddos. So yeah, let's bring them over. They're always hovering and like trying yeah. to be like trying to accidentally on purpose be on camera. So my son just yeah. did that earlier. He's I'm like, what the fuck are you doing, bro? Good to see you. I thought you were like, like what? <laughs> Come say hi, guys. Like, always the. Oh, why are your lips white? Okay, we can't see them a little. Like, they come okay. in a little bit. Come in more. <laughs> come hey, in more. Mate. Can you hear them? Can you hear them at all? No, you I gotta can't. speak into the. I don't hey. know why her lips are white, folks. What are you <laughs> doing? Oh my gosh! Say hi in the micro. Yeah, this man. is Monroe. Monroe. I don't know why her lips are white. <laughs> oh my gosh! This is Dante. Oh, I, I, clearly I'm gonna have to because Charlie is. This is my son Dante. Your twin. Your doppelganger. Yeah, my doppelganger. He said, "Walt said my twin." All right, can we get Charlie up here too? Jeez. Oh Your my god, Charlie! Yeah, he's such a ham, bro, and he's so. Can you see him? Oh, there's Charlie. Charlie. There's Charlie. Charlie. My boy. Oh. All right. All right, guys. Bye. Love you more. <laughs> nope. <that one. laughs> Bye, Charlie. All right. All right. Thank you for that, Brian. Giving people insight. With your kids, your beautiful family, man. Thank you for sharing that, bro. No problem, bro. Like I said, oh, and I, it threw me off for five minutes because I'm like, I saw, just, I saw you. I you saw me, right? Yeah, like, I I'm like, you don't have a good poker face, bro. You I know. Like, <laughs> I was just like, what are you doing? Because I'd be more, I'd be, I, honestly, I'd just be better. Like, hey, can I get on here? Like, I'd rather they just bulldoze on here. Like, you want to be on camera? Just go. Oh, yep. Oh, here you go. He's on camera now. It's funny, bro. Like, I think for me, that provides insight into you as a human, oh, your family. Thanks, thanks. People will love it for those who are watching and listening. So, yeah, man. So, oh, like, that's my crew. Well, my oldest is not here, but I got an older one. Thank you, sir. And so, we're going to knock it out, man. Um, yeah. gonna I'm finish excited. this thing off with the last two. So, do you want to take one and I take the other? What's that? Order of advice and the joke of the day. <laughs> so, what's I don't know. You tell me which one you want me to do. I'll do it. Okay, so I'll do the joke of the day. We can both talk about both. We can both talk that? about it. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So, today's word of advice for payroll pros: create your own path. As more jobs become outsourced and AI's contribution to the workforce increases, it's important that we start molding our own future. Be proactive. We can write our future as a payroll professional. I used to think that it was so limited. It's not. 
man, it is so exciting right now. Look at us. We have created a new path for payroll professionals, right? You can be a content creator. The Nick Days of the world, like Nick Day over there in UK, crushing it, doing his thing. The Ian Giles of the world. The Anita Latinks of the world. The, what was my boy, man? Adrian. Just folks that are that Christina Hagney, Gerard, they, they all have Sylvia, they all have different payroll paths. Yeah. There's so many now, right? You, you can be an owner, you can be your own boy. Gosh, you can create your own path. And that's what Walt was trying to just really e- e- express here. You have Absolutely. the power to dictate. I love the last part. You have the power to dictate your career path. Yes, you you have the power it's in your hands ai ai and and the way we do things is going to change the way payroll's process is going to change you have to change with the times yeah you have to change with the times because it's either you get with it or you get left yeah yeah stay growing invest in yourself even if it's little but even in that you got to find a little way to show that you are staying on top of, of you're at least investing in yourself in some form. You're consuming some information, some growth education wise. If you want to stay a payroll professional, it's, it's required to stay in payroll, just to, to at least continue in education. You don't yeah. have to, you know what I mean? Pillar one, right? Training yep. and talent. That's right. Talent is, you know what I mean? Yeah. Talent is us, right? Yes. You got to keep, right? If you're a standalone payroll person, that talent, the number one pillar, you need to look at yourself. Yep. <laughs> you know what I mean? And start with yourself. So tell, tell us this payroll joke of the day. Hey, I didn't write this what? joke. So, oh, whatever. It's, I love it, but. It's keep it light, keep it fun. You know what I mean? It's my kids are always like, you got good dad jokes. This reminds me of dad jokes. <laughs> yes. Why was the payroll team always calm? Why? They, they had great patience. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. That was so corny. Patience. Yeah, patience. <laughs> yeah. All right, folks. Uh, Thank you for another excellent show, Brian. Oh man. Drop, man. Thank and, you, uh, partner. Yeah, man. Likewise. We're excited for what to come. Yep. And uh be on the lookout for new and exciting things coming from It's About Payroll. We're your IAP. host, Walt and Brian. Yes, sir. Next time. Peace. Love you, folks. Thank you for tuning in to It's About Payroll. Until next time, keep learning, keep growing, and most importantly, Keep going.